You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. Landon, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm ready to uh, look at some scenarios we might see uh, come draft day. It's always, it's always fun to, to kind of go through these scenarios. Uh, it, you know, you just do endless amount of these mock drafts to try to figure out exactly what is going to show up for the Cowboys or whoever your favorite team is uh, when your pick comes. But now it's like you just we're going to do this online to kind of just hash out you know, our thought process for the guys that may be available. Yeah, Yeah, so coming up on today's show, we are going to simulate a war room uh, for the first round, and we're actually going to use it, do it twice using two different boards. Um, And anybody of you guys that follow me, you guys know that I do a daily mock draft on Twitter. Um, While I do that, it typically ends up me being picking the same guys over and over and over again. (laughs) So I'm glad that you're going to be here, Landon, and arguing with me, and maybe we'll have some good debate as to what's going to happen. Uh, we are going to start, again, we're going to be doing this on FanSpeak. We're going to be doing this uh, with the NFL Draft Scout Big Board first. Uh, we will run through the picks. I will tell you who's on board. We'll try to limit ourselves to no more than 10 minutes, as that's what would actually happen in a war room. Um, we are using the FanSpeak team needs with the uh, difficulty set on difficult. And here we go. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, so making sure this loads right. Do 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 do. So first of all, while this is loading and while it's getting set up, what are we looking for in the first round? Are we looking for a guy that can come in and start? Are we looking for a specific position? Um, by this time, we would have already had free agency all the way set. Or are we just looking for the best player who was going to be available? Yeah, I mean, that's the one thing about this is that's a little bit not realistic is we don't really know what we did in free agency at this point. But I would say at this point, you know, really, you know, for this exercise, we're trying to figure out, you know, what names are, you know, could be available. And I sure. think, if, you know, obviously, in the first round, you're going to want to get a starter, um, you know, hopefully an impact player. And, and really, depending on how the board falls is really whether or not you'll get a guy who could be a, a really, really you know, big impact on your team or, at the very least, a, a guy who is an above-average plug-in starter. All right, so let's go through this really quickly. Number one is Sam Darnold to the Browns. Number two is Josh Rosen to the Giants. Number three is Saquon Barkley to the Colts. At number four, the Cleveland Browns select Derwin James, and all Cowboy fans just sigh as they see one of their favorite picks go in the top five. Quentin Nelson goes five to Denver to pair with Ronald Leary. Six is Minka Fitzpatrick to the Jets. Seven is Bradley Chubb to the Buccaneers. Eight is Sam Hubbard to the Bears. Nine is Connor Williams to the 49ers, the offensive tackle. Ten is Roquan Smith to the Raiders. Eleven is cornerback Carlton Davis to the Dolphins. Number 12 is Will Hernandez to the Bengals. That's an interesting pick. Uh, Number 13 is Denzel Ward to the Redskins. Uh, number 14 is Deron Payne to the Packers. 15 is Baker Mayfield to the Cardinals. 
16 is Calvin Ridley to the Ravens. 17 is Tremaine Edmonds uh, going to the Chargers. And number 18 is Mike McGlinchey, the tackle, going to the Seahawks. So let's read some of those guys that are still available. Uh, the the top person on the board is Josh Allen, the quarterback from Wyoming. And we can get into that in a second because maybe that's a guy that teams would come up for. Uh, we're not trading in this scenario, but again, maybe that's a guy that somebody wants to come up and get. Um, you have the center, Billy Price from Ohio State. You have Vita Vea from Washington. Maurice Hurst is available. Marcus Davenport. Isaiah Wynn. Um, Taven Bryan, anybody else you want to know who is available, or is that kind of a, a decent short list for you? Give, give me, give me the, the first few names uh, again. I'm sorry, I missed. I, I, I got everything after uh, uh, Vea. No, not Vea. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 the pain. All right, after after on the board or who who yeah, went? Yeah, sorry. Just give me give me give me the list one more time because I, I was thinking about who went where beforehand. Okay. Uh, we have Josh Allen available. We have Billy Price, <laughs> Vita Vea, Maurice Hurst, Mark Stavenport, uh, Isaiah Wynn, um, Harrison Phillips, Tavon Bryan, uh, Jair Alexander, one of the better corners in the, in the draft, Josh Jackson. Uh, any of those guys interest you? Who yeah, would be your I mean, top guy? Sev- several of those guys interest me, but but I, I have to wonder if this was the case. First of all, the, the fact that Josh Allen is there is a little... You know, confusing, I guess, is the word. Um, you know, I, I would think that if Josh Allen was really there, that you might be able to field some calls about a trade back. You know, I think that there you know, could potentially be someone willing to uh, move up to get Josh Allen. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I think you got a lot of really good picks there. You got uh, wins available. Vita Vea, obviously, I think is a guy that uh, should be considered there. Um, I, I tend to think that it would probably end up. And and I I, I got to think that Jair Alexander's got to be in consideration, Absolutely. right? Like I mean, I think just just the the skill level. Um, so I I think to me, you know, it would be those three guys. Um, and and I think obviously to me, I mean, I would probably lean more towards Vea and or and or Win because of the you know need being a little bit more heavy there. Um. But I, I think that you know, I, I think that again, like, you should also be considering uh, a, a trade back option. I, you should also be, at least be you know seeing if you could field calls for uh, somebody that might be interested in getting Josh Allen. And so, I'll even mention um, Lamar Jackson is available as well. So two quarterbacks on the board. If teams are going to move up, they typically move up for a quarterback. Yeah, and and that's God, that's really surprising. Well, I mean, I guess it's not surprising because you just never know with fans speak, but. Uh, but you yeah, never know I mean, what I the actual that, draft. You never know who's yeah, actually available. That's true. You never know what the actual draft as well. Uh, um, uh, I just uh, I think that at this point, yeah, you would you would field calls, and then I, I guess if it was me, I'm probably uh, looking into. I, I would think Win is is the guy. I don't know. Can, I mean, I think Vea, can I throw out Vea's, another name that I didn't mention? Harold yeah. Landry is available. Oh yeah, uh, I did. Yes, he is available. He is an, uh, he's lower on this uh, big board, but does that change your opinion at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, man, that's tough. I mean, see, I, I think uh, here's I, the thing: I you're going to have good players on the board. Win, we, we we we've got four guys we like here. Yeah, no, that's the good news. Is the good news is that you're having a tough decision because you like you like some guys. Uh, I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to always work out that way 
or you know, in this draft, it'll work out that way. Um, but I, I think that that is encouraging. That yeah, like there is uh, that that is still available. Is Daniel still available too? Uh, yes, he, yes, he is. Oh, and wow. I will even throw another guy that I like, DJ Moore, the receiver from Maryland. One of my favorite guys. This entire draft is available as well. So Man, there's a lot of guys available. So I, I think you know, at that point, you know, it's got to be Landry or Win. Um, and Veya would be that you know, Landry or Win would be one A and one B, and then for me, Veya would be B or two rather. I, I forgot my own numbering system, uh, but yeah, I, I I think I think to me it'd be like you know Landry or uh, Win pick your pick your uh, poison, and then uh, just just a smidge below them would be Vita Veya. All right, so let's let's kind of go and narrow it down. So we, I, I agree, it's probably Win or Landry. Um, I, I would try to convince you that DJ Moore would be an excellent selection, but with the depth at this receiver class, I'm fine pushing that position back to the second or third round. So let's go ahead and narrow it down. Vea, Vea Win, and Landry. Those are our three, right? Yeah. Um, I I kind of think that uh, I kind of think that I would go Win. Because I, I think really? that first of yeah, I mean I think it would be close, but I just think that I, I think that you've pass rush got, is king though. Pass I, rush is know, king. I understand that you know, and I, I, I I'm not like that's why it's difficult. But I I think that you've got some things at defensive end that you like. You know, I mean, I don't. I'm certainly not poo-pooing Harold Landry by any by any stretch of the imagination. But I, but I have a strong need at left guard, and and this guy fills it. And when you look at up above and you see that uh, Will Hernandez is going at 15 or whatever he went, sure. Um, you know, I, I don't know if maybe all these guards uh, that I like are going to make it to 50, and I need a starter there. Um, you know, I could come out of this draft with no edge rushers and not feel horrible. Um, but I also feel like there might be some guys that I could take a little bit later that would be, you know, that not guys that necessarily can help you right away, but, but guys that you could use as developmental guys. Uh, because I think you have some players who can come in and play at defensive end for you this year. And I know that that seems like sacrilege to say that, but I, I think that's just kind of where I'm at. I don't know that that's where they will be at. And and if they picked Harold Landry over Win, I certain like I don't feel so convicted about it that that I would be upset at all. I I I think that those you know either one of those two guys is a great selection. Here's the thing: if this is a scenario that actually unfolds, you're going to be hoping and praying that the Cowboys drop down a couple picks because you know there's guys that we even like that we didn't even talk about, like Marcus Davenport. Um, I think we both kind of like a little bit. If you can get him in the mid-20s, I think that's an excellent value. That's a great yeah. spot to take a guy like Davenport. Uh, Tavon Bryan, we talked about yesterday. If you're getting that guy late first round, I'm fine with that. Um, Absolutely. So I think this is going to be a great spot. This In this draft that we did, if you wanted to drop back, I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense. I think first choice is to trade back. Like, I mean, if you can find someone who wants to come up for one of those quarterbacks, like your first choice should be, hey, let's trade back a little bit. And then if you can't, you still got great choices if you need to sit and make a pick. <sighs> I, 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 listen, I'm between Isaiah Wynn and Harold Landry. I just think Landry's, 
I, I think he has the potential to be a 12-sack-a-year guy, and I think you can find guards later in this draft. It's just not a very deep edge class. Uh, typically, you can find guards in the second or third round. So I would push for Landry. Uh, you would go with Isaiah Wynn. Because I because this is your baby, I will let you take Isaiah Wynn in this one. <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I will... Uh, yeah, I, I will. Uh, I will. I will get the final decision on the next one. Isaiah Wynn um, will be our pick in this first fan speak. Just hypothetically, in the next round, what position are you going to be looking for if you go guard in the first round? Oh, are we going to do? Con- oh, I see. I-, I thought we were just doing first rounds over and over again. So we're going to do the whole draft. No, well, no, no. We'll just do the first round. We, we hypothetically, what position would you be looking to oh, draft oh. in the second round? Um, you know, if if, oh, if I picked Wynn. Um, that I think that, you know, I would probably be looking at, uh, you know, likely a, a safety or, uh, or, a, a defensive lineman, uh, maybe, a, maybe a see what tackles are there, you know, maybe Taven Bryant made it there somehow, sure. or, um, you know, uh, one of those other guys that, you know, maybe the, the kind of, uh, not quite as athletic as Deron Payne, uh, one techniques that we liked a lot could, you know, be there, um. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on what falls there, but I think that you still have a lot. You know, no matter what you're picking, that that fifty spot is a real sweet spot in the draft. You know, you're gonna you're gonna have some good value, no matter what what position you're going for. Yeah, I would almost think you have to go defense at that point. Uh, I think you can yeah, still yeah probably. I, I think you can get a good um, receiver later on, and if if you keep Des, I don't think it's as big as a need as everybody assumes that it is. You can wait on receiver. You can get an impact guy there. I'm looking to find either a one technique or a safety, probably in that second round. Um, all right, let's go ahead and do this one more time. This time we're going to be using the fan speak uh, board. Um, this one's interesting because it uses. Uh, the data that everybody else is picking. So you typically get some weird guys that fall to you. Um, But let's go ahead and do this one. Uh, This one has Baker Mayfield going number one to Cleveland, Saquon Barkley going number two to the Giants, Bradley Chubb again going third to the Colts, Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick going to the Browns, Quentin Nelson going five to Denver, Sam Darnold falling to the Jets at six, Darius Geist to the Buccaneers at 7. Calvin Ridley to the Bears at 8. What a terrible pick. Number 9 is the (laughs) Roquan Smith to the 49ers. Number 10 is the Raiders taking Harold Landry. 11 is Vita Vea going to the Dolphins. 12 is Derwin James going to the Bengals. 13 is Deron Payne joining Jonathan Allen with the Redskins. That one kind of hurts because I like Deron Payne a lot. Lamar Jackson going 14 to the Green Bay Packers. That is interesting. 15, Josh Rosen going to the Cardinals. 16, Tremaine Edmonds going to the Ravens. 17 is uh, Denzel Ward going to the Chargers. And number 18 is Isaiah Wynn going to Seattle. So this one's different. Um, Let's go ahead and go through some of the top guys left on the board. There's Connor Williams. Uh, the tackle from Texas. There's Mike McGlinchey, the tackle from Notre Dame. You have uh, both Jair Alexander and Josh Allen. You have uh, my guy DJ Moore from Maryland, Marcus Davenport, Taven Bryan, Sam Hubbard, um, Will Hernandez is available, James Daniels is available. So of those guys, which one are you interested now? Because this is a much different scenario. Um, this is almost, if you're just looking at the best player available, it's two corners. And Jair Alexander and Josh ja- Josh Jackson, would you be interested in pulling the trigger on a cornerback in the first round? 
did any quarterbacks are any quarterbacks left? Josh Allen. Once again, Josh Allen is available. Oh, Josh Allen. Okay, I thought I thought you were saying uh, Josh, uh, the cornerback, Josh. Uh, Josh Jack. Josh Jackson, Jackson is available. Yeah. Um, okay, so Josh Allen is still available. So man, these guys really don't like uh, Josh Allen. Um, well, obviously, you know that's obviously a, still a, an option for trade back. But but uh, outside of that, yeah, this is extremely different. Um, I th- think. Uh, hmm. Again, I'll it go through it real really, quick. Will Hernandez real, is yeah, is available. James Daniels, if you want a guard. Uh, Billy Billy Price, a guy that I like quite a bit. Tavon Bryan is your best defensive lineman. Your best edge rusher is Marcus Davenport. The two corners we talked about, you kind of got wiped out at safety. Best receiver left is DJ Moore. Man, I, I think that I would probably I would probably have a conversation uh, with my coaches and you know um, and, and say hey look how strongly do you feel about Byron Jones at corner because uh, I kind of need to if I pull the trigger on this guy which is you know a great first round talent we're getting a great player it's gonna be extremely crowded in that in that position group if uh, that's Byron okay. Jones is back but that's at okay. You want competition at that spot. That is one spot I don't mind continuing to throw picks at. I don't mind that at all. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the but the problem is that you also you know you need to make sure that you're you know spreading out your resources on defense there as well. So. <sighs> I, uh, I, you know, but I would still do it. I would still, yeah. I mean, I'd still, I'd be le- weary of it because I think it's, it's, you know, like I said, you, you got to be careful that you're spreading the talent across the defense. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, I would see if, if it would be possible to get Byron back to safety and then I would probably pull the trigger on Alexander. Uh, and then Davenport, I think, is probably my next choice. Um, would, would you go Davenport over? Either one of those guards, Daniels or Hernandez. I feel like if they're all three there, I could probably get one of them at fifty, or maybe trade up. You know what I'm saying? Like if That's fair. if 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 only wins gone, I feel like I could probably maybe trade up and get like a Daniels or a, a you know Billy Hernandez, Price. maybe a Price. Yeah, well, Price with his you know with his pec tear, he might follow me. He might fall all the way to me. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think in, the, in this scenario, I would probably take the, I take the risk. You know, I, I take the I'd roll the dice on that. My question is, where are you playing Davenport? It, ideally, like long term, what spot is going to be his best position in the NFL? Well, I mean, I think you know, long term, you, you hope that he develops into uh, a defensive end. I mean, I, a right I mean, defensive end, right? A right defensive end, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think that you and and you know, like I think that you could probably get him in there as a pass rusher, maybe even as a stand-up pass rusher um, in certain situations. Just you know, maybe if he's co- more comfortable doing that early on. Um, but I, you know, I just I watch him and I and I think that you know, it, if you can just get the guy to get his hand on the ground, he might not come out of his stance straight up like he does. Uh, and I think, you know, he's got, I've, I've seen it. Like I, I, he's got the flex 
he's got the balance to to turn that corner. I, like I, you you see him do it every once in a while. Sure, but he's but he the, the problem is, is that he he'll get too high. He'll come out of a stance bad. I mean, he just needs a lot of you know technique repetition work. You know, and I think um, I think he can get that from from Marinelli, and and I think that until then. You know, you could probably use him as a very much better Kyle Wilbur, you know, like and and uh, use him as kind of a Sam linebacker if you need to, or um, you know, the pass rusher on pass rushing downs. I mean, I, I think you could you'll definitely get snaps out of him. It's just a matter of you know what, how many snaps and and how how quickly does his job progress from being a one-trick pony to something more. My problem is how many projects is this team going to take on at defensive end? Because you already have Taco, which I'm not sure what you're going to do with Taco next year. You have um, Charles Tapper, who, I, I mean, I, I don't know what they think of Tapper, but he's going into his third year. Are you Do you really want to add another defensive end that probably won't see the field, you know, probably will be your fourth defensive end to start the year? And if Randy Gregory comes back... I mean, now we're talking about a guy that might not even be active in the first half of the season. Yeah, but I, th- I think, again, you can get away with a lot of it because, again, he has the kind of flexibility that you might be able to play him at Sam Linebacker. Um, so at the very least, maybe you can get him some snaps in some base packages as a Sam Linebacker. Um, and then that way, you know, it alleviates the overcrowding of the of the uh, defensive line room by kind of stealing from the linebacker room, right? So I just think that, you know, and, and, and you add in the fact that he probably can do some special team stuff for you in the same way that DeMontre Moore was able to. Not that he's necessarily going to do the same things, but, you know, he has that kind of ability, I think, to potentially do that. So I think you could find ways to justify his, uh, you know, spot on the team even more so than than, than Taco. Um but I, I also I, I you know I don't disagree. I mean I think that I think that you know I just was went over talking about how you need to be careful about overexpending um, on on one specific uh, uh, you know section of your defense. And and I think that you know you're you're right that you know some some of these positions you could probably you know sp- stand or tolerate overspending or at least have a number of players there because you'll be able to rotate them. But um, I do think that the difference with with someone like Davenport or even well maybe less with Handry, but I think one of the things with with Davenport is because he can offer you something as a linebacker while he's you know potentially learning to be a, a defensive end that that might be something. And then what that does is that that buys you time to figure out what's the deal with Tapper, what's the deal with Gregory, what's sure. the deal with Taco. You know, because I mean the odds that all four of those guys. Are going to be hits and be, be eligible, uh, are are is pretty slim and 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 honestly, if it does happen, then you've already hit a grand slam anyway. So who cares? You know, it's like it's like a champagne problems at that point. So it, it's just for me, I just think Jair Alexander is such a better player than Davenport, and I know that you have a lot of a lot of resources invested in that position, but it's just hard for me to imagine. Picking Davenport over Alexander, I, I can figure out what I'm going to do with Byron Jones, and maybe they don't plan on having Byron Jones around long term, anyways. So maybe Alexander comes in and he's your third or fourth corner, um, and then he beats out Byron halfway through the season. And then you decide to move Byron later in the year. I, to me, I just love picking a guy 
that is this talented and you find a find a spot to put him on the field at one of the most important positions um i think it would have to come down to those two players those are probably the best two players on the board um are you okay with picking alexander in our fake mock yeah. draft yeah i mean i to me i like uh I, that was actually my perf- my first choice okay like to me like i think picking alexander and finding a way to move uh, Byron Jones back is probably just because he's yeah I agree he's the most talented player um and you know again it's it's even though it's I think it's slightly less of an issue with Davenport as far as you know over picking a or over stocking a position but I, I also think that if you can move Byron back then you could definitely find a way to make it work and there's no reason why they couldn't move Byron back it's not like no. It's not like they're going to be making huge changes in the offseason to Byron Jones's body that he can't go back to safety if you need him to do that. I, I don't see any reason why you can't even do that in games now where you know Byron plays the outside corner on first and second down, and if you're playing against a Zach Ertz on third down, that you can't move him down in the box to play. I, I guess I don't see why that's not an option anyway. So drafting Alexander just gives you some more of that flexibility and versatility on your defense. So in our two mock drafts, we took Jair Alexander and we took Isaiah Wynn on the other one, I think. Now I forget, right? It was Isaiah yeah, Wynn. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I went with Isaiah Wynn, yeah, so I guess. That's fine. That's good picks. I mean, that it, complete, two completely different drafts, you know, two, a whole bunch of different options. And really, just to be kind of sub- clear, uh, that f- first one, really our first choice was to try to trade back because we had sure. two QBs on the board. So I, I think that if you're going to get a good offer for a quarterback, that's likely going to be no matter what happens, unless someone you, great just falls in your lap. I got to think that no matter what, it's going to be likely that that trading back is going to want to be your first option if that's available to you. But let's um, but, let's but the, let's say why though, because we think there's going to be a lot of guys on the board at 19 that we're going to feel comfortable with. So if you can move down a couple spots and grab them. You're going to be doing well. It's not because we don't like those players at 19. We think there's actually going to be no, quite a few that we like. Uh, well, I I think what it is is that I think that the talent level from where we're picking to anywhere into the early second round is probably the same. It plateaus at that point. You know, there's there's a probably you know 13 or 14 you know, quote unquote first round grades, and then after that, everything from like 15 to 56 or something. Sure. It's probably all the same. You know, I'm just I'm just making numbers up, but I'm saying like yeah, there's there's a plateau there and it's that's usually the case is that second round plateau is is a large number of players. So, if you, you know, if you're picking that 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 caliber of player anyways, then you might as well trade back and get picks for it. All right, real quick one question before we go. In our last draft, Derwin James went 12 to the Bengals. Uh, if the Cowboys wanted to move up to get him, they probably would have to give up probably 50 and maybe a day three pick to jump up to 11. Would that interest you at all? Would you be willing to throw away your second round pick to go get Derwin James? <sighs> you know, I just, it's, I've been racking my brain this whole time about this. I don't know. I really don't know. I I think it's a tough question, but the fact that I'm even considering it, I mean, I, I would really, honestly, I'd have to know what was going on in free agency. I'd have to know what what happened in free agency. If you know, like, if we had managed to go get a, le- a left guard that I liked, um, I I think I might, but um, I'd really have to. I mean, I I just feel like you can't really 
say without knowing the situation that you'd be in at that point because I just feel like that's a lot to commit to, you know? It is, but I think that's a special player. And I think that's a guy that can transform your defense in year one. Um, but am I willing to give up a you know, a potential starter in the second round. Like we, we just mentioned, we think there's going to be, there's not a big drop off between the guy that you're going to get at 19 to the guys that you're going to get at 40. So are you going to risk giving up a starter? You got to feel really confident that Derwin is a game changer. And I think he is. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens. I, I have a feeling Derwin's not going to get that far anyway, so it's not going to matter, but it's just an interesting thing to keep an eye on. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We will make sure we do these again later on in the year. As we get closer to the draft, we'll make sure we do some more uh, of these mocks, and maybe we'll dive in a little deeper, talk about some of the second, third, fourth-round picks. Um, Make sure you guys download the podcast on iTunes. We will be back tomorrow. You can follow Landon at McCoolBTB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you guys next time.